1: And with that, we are back, the ACL pod featuring the one and only Mr. Cap'n Wags. I am ACL, he is Wags. Twitter, Instagram, at TheRealMrACL and at Cap'n Wags. The website, TheRealMrACL.com. NFL playoffs in in full swing, Wags. Divisional playoffs this weekend, we'll talk about those games. Wild card round last week, we'll recap that for a little bit. Ready to talk some NFL playoffs, man?
0: Oh yeah, let's do this. Uh, you know, last weekend was great, and i um, looking forward to another awesome, exciting NFL weekend. So uh, let's get into it. Let's talk a little bit about the games from last weekend, and then we can get into the upcoming games. How's that sound, ACL? Sounds good,
1: man. For my money, divisional playoff round, NFL is the best NFL weekend of the year. You could make the argument now that they've added a game, it's last weekend just because there's more games, but... I think they've also diluted it a bit by adding that seven seed, right? And and look, we, we saw that. The Eagles, I would argue, the Steelers, the Raiders to a degree, not playoff caliber teams. And certainly the Eagles and the Steelers, by the final scores, we saw that. So for me, you get really the best eight teams every single year in this round. Love it. Two-game Saturday, two-game Sunday. Cannot wait for these games. Um, general thoughts from last week. My... Kind of takeaway, as I mentioned, those two, maybe three teams, if you want to throw in the Raiders in there, although they did play well, didn't really belong there. I think the right teams won. Uh, certainly the, the most surprising for me was Arizona, just because it was basically a no show. But if you kind of look back at Cliff Kingsbury's history in the second half of every single year, going back to when he was at Texas Tech, he's a total flop. <laughs> and I don't know that he's the guy there long term. But, uh, man, the Rams look good. Good for Matthew Stafford to finally get that playoff win off his back. Now they have to go cross-country to the Bucks this week. But that was the most surprising one for me. Uh, what about you?
0: Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, Arizona, complete no-show. I mean, that was, you know, embarrassing. I, I think, look, you like you said, with Kingsbury and, and his history and, and how they finish is really dreadful. Um but I think a lot has to fall a little bit on Kyler Murray. I mean, the last few several games, he has not really looked himself. I'm wondering if maybe he's a little banged up or he, he's more of a head case than, than we kind of think. And, and, you know, when things start going wrong, you can kind of see it on his face where mm-hmm. you know, he starts body to, language. Yeah, yeah. He, he's kind of like a baby, you know. He throws himself a little bit, and he he, he doesn't get his way. You know, I saw, saw a couple of memes after the the game that you know next season basically he'll be playing baseball, um, but uh, we'll see about that. I mean, uh, the other surprise for me, which wasn't, I mean, surprising, not surprising that the Bills won, but the fact that they completely destroyed. The Patriots and and Belichick, I mean, they literally took out years and years of frustration in that game. So what it seemed, um, New England could not stop Buffalo, and it kind of continued where Buffalo left left off in that second game in New England where uh, New England couldn't stop them. And, and again, they couldn't stop them again. Um, Buffalo definitely has them figured out, and uh, looking forward to seeing that game.
1: To Buffalo your point about that, it just goes back to that first game in Buffalo during the, the snowstorm. I know it was a game that we both like Buffalo. Total fluke. And oh, I mean, that was a weather weather-related. Related.
0: And even I talked about total that fluke. being a weather-related situation, yeah. which is why he was on Buffalo, because I said Mac Jones had never played in the cold before. And sure enough, he throws three passes, and that's all they needed because Allen couldn't throw the ball because exactly. of the, the wind and, and how crazy that wind was. But, um, yeah, I mean, Buffalo just – Ported on, and um, you know a little bit about I, the. I guess the most interesting, I mean, call controversy to me throughout the the whole you know six games that we saw was in the Oakland Cincy game with that whistle um, at the end of the uh, mm-hmm. first half, where where um, Burrow threw the touchdown pass, and you know as he's going out of bounds and he was clearly in bounds, he throws the ball, the whistle blows. I mean, it was a bang, bang play. So I I don't think that it would not have been a touchdown had the whistle not blown. But I think if you go to the letter of the law and the rule book and, and they've kind of made it, they would have had to replay that down uh, or something because uh, the whistle did blow before he made that catch. And I'm sitting there sweating, um, you know, and I'm thinking the game's over already because, you know, the o- for first half over completely k- crushed it. Right. I'm sitting on under 49 with a yep. two unit play, and sure enough, they make the adjustments that we need uh, to come out with a two unit win. Um, as the total finished um, at 45 26. Nine 19. point,
1: sorry, 12 points total in the second half.
0: Yeah, I mean that so was great. I mean it was you were great. On the right they, side. Yeah, I mean, and take away that touchdown, it's not even close. But right, um, right. you know, it, it is what it is, and and I think the end result. Uh, you know, Raiders fans were upset, and I get it. But it it, w- it would have, wouldn't have changed. I mean, it's not like that. I saw that guy in the end zone, the defensive back. Did he stop because it was definitely a touchdown, and he a, he he was in bad position? That's what it seemed like to me. But as I like watched it, and watched it, maybe he stopped because of the whistle. Who knows? But but the whistle
1: um, to me clearly, not even a shadow of a doubt, clearly blew before the guy caught the yes, ball. Yes, a hundred percent. Right. I mean, so hundred percent. So- it should have been
0: play dead. I don't know book. if you redo it or you mark it down because they, he no, said they he's out. No, they redo it. Right? They're
1: supposed to redo the play. If you have an yeah. inadvertent whistle on something like right. that, the rule says you you restate – you redo the play.
0: Now, to me, and so. and again, I don't know. Um, at that point, um, I was literally walking out of my house to uh, go out with my wife, of course, because you know she loves to take me out during the playoffs and, and things like that, fun times. Um, but that said <laughs> – I literally watched it. I was walking out the door. I didn't see um, any of the replay or the commentary. Is it reviewable or is it not? Because if no. it's not, it needs to be. Um, that's something that is clear. You can hear it. before. You know, I watched it again. Um, the, the whistle 100% blew before the guy yep. made the catch. So, I mean, to me, if that's the case and the rule says to replay the down, you could totally watch that, review it, make the call. Buzz down to the field, whistle blew, replay the down, um, and who knows how that game finishes. But um, that was interesting. But here we are. Uh, I think outside of Vegas um, and Vegas backers, everybody, um, you know, is probably happy because you know the Bengals are a fun team to watch. They got they got an explosive mm-hmm. offense, and and now they got to take on the Derrick Henry led. Titans, we'll see.
1: The number one-seeded Tennessee Titans, the off-a-bye Tennessee Titans. Correct. So that's a game that I know we're interested in. We might talk about that game a little bit later. The other interesting aspect to last week, Mike McCarthy – Obviously, it's a <laughs> yes. guy that we I guess I, you, I guess that whistle was not the
0: most controversial now that I think
1: of it, it's not even controversial, man. This yeah, guy. So. I mean, you know, look, I've been railing on the guy for years. He he studied analytics in his basement for a year in order to get the Cowboys job. Literally, that's sort of like th- the whole thing. He had it and, highlighted
0: with 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 under I mean, 20 seconds left. We run a quarterback draw with no timeout.
1: And look, I get that. he. So he didn't call that play. Kellen Moore called the play. Right. He approved it though. He approved he, I mean, so he, he he is the head coach. He could he veto said, that That's play. It. So. Yeah, a,
0: so let me tell you guys, when you see the coaches all wearing headsets, I mean they could hear each other, right? Sure. They have, you know, connections to every he knows what's going on. He has connections into it. He said okay. He said let's run it. And I now, saw a thing
1: de- Sorry.
0: Yeah, no, no I was Go just ahead. gonna say, like Dak could have gone down earlier. He should have known yep. that, hey, time's running down, let's get down hand the ball to the official. I mean, I I get that. You're in uh, your brain has to be literally working at 100% efficiency mm-hmm. to hand the ball straight to the ref. He should have. Yes, I think that will now be drilled into every quarterback's head in these types of situations what to do. Um, you know, he put the ball down and ran back and and you know, to his fault, he put the ball he did put the ball down about a yard and a half further than he got. So the official made the right call. He made the right placement. Now, I know Cowboys fans are probably not happy that I'm saying that. But if you go back and you look, um, that that was the case. And the ref had to go and place the ball, and they ran into each other, and the game ended, and that's it.
1: It's it's like in basketball. You can't just get the ball, you know, if it's out right. of bounds or whatever, and go. You have to check it with the ref. Everyone knows that. You put it, just hand it to the ref. He hands it back to you to check the ball so that's how that goes I saw a thing the other day I mean it was a dumb play call simply because even if Dak runs it perfectly he gets down five seconds earlier in that case a lot of times the defenders will literally just lay on top of you yeah uh you know slow roll get off whatever maybe kick the ball by accident like that kind of thing unless the refs are going to call delay of game which is extremely rare unless it's really really obvious it's pretty easy to burn like five or six seconds if you're A Defender right so Stupid play call there as far as Mike McCarthy people like what does this guy Do Kellen Moore calls the plays Dan Quinn calls The defensive plays Mike McCarthy If you kind of watch him when they whenever they Put him on camera he sits there with His arms folded like this with his little Play sheet there on the headset just looking up At the screen half the time looking (laughs) Clueless all he really does is make bad decisions at the end of games. Other than that, he doesn't really do anything. Uh, well, if you
0: look at his in-game <laughs> decisions over the years, I mean, there are data points. Poor. He's not – yeah, he's, he's a, a very poor in-game in coach, especially mm-hmm. now with crucial situations. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I get the whole reasoning behind it. I get, hey, let's get another 10, 15 yards to give us one shot to the end zone. Sure, but
1: there's no time left.
0: I want – that'd be great. Right. Right, exactly. You know what? Uh, hey, credit to San Fran. They came out. They showed mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't end the game team. very well. But, um, look, he, and everybody was hating on Garoppolo. He made some, you know, I guess, poor throws. But he's playing with a sprained shoulder, throwing shoulder. Mm-hmm. Not even, a, you know, so to his credit, he fights through. He battles. San Fran battles. They beat Dallas. I'm on San Fran plus the points. We get the win. Um but yeah, no, that was uh, an interesting game. And even though I had, if you remember back to the podcast last week, the Cowboys ranked fourth and the Niners eighth in my power rankings, this was purely so that my power rankings were based on the data from the right. last 18 games, you know, 17 games. The matchups were there for San Fran. They were hot. They're streaking. Now they, they did have, and we will talk a little bit about the game, the San Fran uh, at Green Bay game, they will be now on their third road game in a row mm-hmm. um, against three very tough opponents and three um, yeah playoff opponents, three must-win games. So they had to win in L.A. to get into the playoffs, basically. Um, then they go on the road to Dallas, they, and they win both games, and now they got to go to Green Bay. So um, if they happen to win this week, they will have to go likely – um, well, maybe not likely, but um, I think regardless, yeah. they they will go on the road yeah. um, to either back to L.A. Right. Or to Tampa. Um, so so that'll be they, their fourth road game. That'll in a row. be their fourth road yeah. game in a row. Now, it'll be tough, but, you know, they're hot right now. We'll Something
1: I, I do want to throw out there about J- Jimmy G. There has been reports. A lot of sharp guys were, were on this uh, over the last few weeks. His finger is still not right. But what's happening is he's he he's been getting it shot up pregame. So a couple of games ago, I think he had that really terrible game in the first half. Um, I think it was actually against the Rams. He apparently got the shot at halftime, and that's how he came out second half, and was incredible. Now, this past week, first half looked great. You could say maybe it wore off. Second half, he wasn't as good. So <laughs> if there can be some intel on is he going to get the shot you know, in the first half. Is he gonna wear off by halftime? Is he gonna get another shot at halftime? Maybe you wanna play the Niners first half, that kind of a thing. But that's what's been going on with his finger. And then you mention his shoulder and now there's this there's this shoulder quote injury. Um So we'll see, you know, practice reports, injury reports, all that. We're taping here on Thursday. We'll see how he does practice wise on Friday. But along with him, obviously, you got Warner and you got Bosa. So definitely this number went down initially five and a half to five. It's been bet back up to six based on these injury concerns with those two guys, plus Garoppolo now with the shoulder and the finger. So we make any bet for i'm making any bets on this game i need to know what's going on with these niner injuries because the packers injuries reports pretty much set they're coming off a bye, they're good Um uh, then you got the niners the third road game in a row like you said and then you got these three really top guys you could argue they're next to next to uh, debo their three most important guys are all on the injury report so something yeah, to something, factor in there for sure. something
0: to also make note is that the cold weather does not help even though you get a shot um the cold weather look it hurts um you know Mm -hmm. you start warming it up and it gets better but hey you know green bay it's going to be cold i think single digits maybe 10 degrees um so that's something to to really take a hard look at um i think he actually has a torn ligament in his thumb um with the sprained shoulder so um
1: the trey lance show man
0: it could be it could be and and you know what (laughs) be very interesting to watch
1: Yes, it would be. I don't know if I'd want to have a ticket on the Trey Lance show.
0: Could be the Debo Samuel show. Could be, could be.
1: All right, here are the numbers. Divisional playoff round, four games, two games Saturday, two games Sunday. Cincy at Tennessee, Tennessee minus three and a half, total 47. San Fran at Green Bay, Green Bay minus six, 47. Rams at Tampa, Tampa minus three. I'm seeing two and a halfs now in the market, total 48. Buffalo, Kansas City, one of the more interesting line movements of the week so far. Kansas City was two and a half. They were bet down to one and a half as of this morning went back up to two and a half now i'm seeing one and a half again right total yeah, 53 CNT, 54
0: yep.
1: yeah so that's an interesting game um these two teams obviously played earlier earlier in the year sharps came in on buffalo we hadn't we all know how, how, how that turned out as far as teaser goes teasers go i think buffalo just as far as wong teasers teasers to get through key numbers if buffalo's sitting there at Plus two, say plus two and a half. You can tease them up to the eight and a half number, getting through those key numbers. If the Rams drop to two and a half, you can do the same as well on the Rams. I know some guys that are going to take Green Bay from pick up from six down to pick them potentially on a teaser, um, and then potentially the Bengals as well. But that's not a kind of that pure standard teaser. But look for me, I, I have some some leans already. I, I need to wait on the injury report for that Niners game. That Tennessee game is interesting to me. The spot for Cincinnati is tough in my in my view. They just won the kind of their Super Bowl, and now they're going on the road against the rest of Tennessee team with Derrick Henry. Not necessarily saying that I'm going to be on the, the you know full game or the the total or anything right now, but that's just something that I'm focused on. The Rams to me wags the Rams Bucks is even more than the Niners potentially is the biggest injury report that I'm focused on for two guys the Tampa Bay Bucs lineman Warfs in their center both on the injury report we saw what happened when Warfs yeah. went out last week
0: yeah, Ryan Jensen he's yeah. uh you know a very crucial part i mean that's huge Brady's, uh you know touch point every single play
1: it's huge man and we the Bucs offense and you could argue maybe they were up 31 nothing they were just sort of taking their foot off the gas but last week against Philly when he went out they just were not the same they they looked Brady didn't have enough time the backup came in he Got yeah, burned a few times, so watch those injury reports, guys. Friday, yeah, and, and Friday, Friday practice. There,
0: Rams defensive line is it, it's the possibly best. Possibly the the best. I think it is the best. Yeah, it could be the best defensive line in the league. Um, you know, just the fact that Aaron Donald has to get double or triple teamed every single play. Um, you know, if you don't have your your studs operating at a hundred percent up front. You know, with with a slower quarterback, you know, in Brady, you know, it's going to be very difficult. Now, Brady does have the fastest release time and and ability to read very quickly. Um, So, if they are practicing this week, my guess is that we're going to see a lot of shorter, uh, crisp routes run by Mm -hmm. Tampa um, to basically. know, kind of go around this uh, potential issue that they have up front, Um, you know, and whether or not the Rams um, kind of key it on that and kind of play punch counterpunch there, uh, you might see some um, unique stunts up front with linemen dropping back into passing zones and things like that. So um, it's going to kind of be really a, a chess match in this game.
1: I put up a Twitter poll yesterday. Who's going to win the AFC? Simple question. Put all four teams in alphabetical order. Who's going to win the AFC? And it, it surprised me. The Bills 38%, Chiefs 31%, Titans 15 Bengals 13 So I guess it shouldn't surprise me because the, the, the Bills have been taking money. They were 2.5. They dropped down. I know a lot of sharp guys have been on the Bills money line uh, as well. So as of now, 38%. Now you could say – you know, the Bills looked great last week. They won, what was it, 47-17 against New England. The Chiefs, they won by 21 against the Steelers. But I think the market consensus, just the public view, certainly is that New England's better than Pittsburgh, right? So.
0: Yeah, so uh, something to point out as well is that if Tennessee does win and they have to play, obviously, the winner of Buffalo and Kansas City, if they will be at home.
1: And they'll be a dog.
0: And guess what? they beat buffalo this year at home 34 mm-hmm. 31 and the next week also a home game beat mm-hmm. kansas city 27 to three that's right so very interesting um you know that yes i do believe they'll also be a dog um you no know 100 i don't care if they
1: beat cincinnati 100 to nothing they'll be right. a dog they,
0: they yeah i mean the winner of the buffalo uh, buffalo and kansas city are kind of operating at, at optimal efficiency right now, especially since yep. the, the beginning of the season for the Chiefs and, and for the Bills, you know, since that Jaguars um, debacle, if you will. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, Tennessee, we'll, we'll see what they do. I mean, we'll see how Henry also is running at that this weekend and, and what, the, what kind of reps they give him.
1: Well, look, if you like the Titans this weekend, say you are convinced, without a shot of a doubt, they're going to beat the Bengals. Go to the conference winner odds, AFC. Chiefs plus 175, Bills plus 225, Chief- Titans plus 310, Bengals plus 550. If, if you think the Titans are going to win this weekend, grab that plus 310 because you're going to have them next weekend at home sitting with a plus 310 ticket. They'll be dogs, but it's not going to be close to plus 310 on the money line. You can maneuver it. You can edge it. You can do what you want with it. On the other side, look, if you have a strong conviction that the Chiefs or the Bills are going to win – Go ahead and grab that because then you're gonna have a favorite next week. Say the Chiefs, are, I don't know, minus one fifty, minus one sixty, minus one seventy, somewhere in that range, and you're sitting there with a plus one seventy five ticket, you could middle it, you could hedge it, you can do whatever you want. So always factor in the next week, look ahead on what that might be if you're looking at potential future bets there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um definitely a strong play if you wanna if you think Tennessee's gonna win, um, and then a, a potential hedge. So love that. Um yeah. What are you, so, ACL? What are your thoughts um, as far as these four games coming up? Um, you know, let's let's look maybe at the uh, the Niners Packers game. Um,
1: Just as far as you know, general thoughts like what I'm 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 looking for, etc. You mean?
0: Yeah. No. Exactly. I mean, as far I know, we talked a little bit about Garoppolo, but yeah. you know, I guess talk a little bit about the Packers. What your thoughts are there? Um, coming off a bye, you got, obviously, um, Aaron Rodgers and, and Devontae Adams and their offense, uh, and defensively, what do you think they can do to stop, you know, especially um, if Garoppolo is playing, and, and at least at 90% being able to stop Debo and Kittle and, um, you know, their, their running game, which has been probably the best in football.
1: Here's the problem I have with this game. The Niners run the ball extremely well. The Packers don't defend the run extremely well. We'll just put it like that. Right. So when you look at this game, you start out with that premise, and you say, okay, and you're getting six points with the Niners. The problem is, and historically we've seen this, what happens is the teams that are off a bye, the public hasn't seen them in two weeks. It's almost like they forget about them, right? They, they just saw the the Niners in this case win a wild card game. They, they beat a, a good Dallas team on the road in Dallas, and now they're going on the road. So generally these lines get deflated a bit because people kind of, quote, forget about the better team. They're at home, they're well-rested, now this other team has ha- has ha- has, is having to go on the road for back-to-back games. So generally you want to try to kind of gravitate toward, historically, if you look at ATS numbers over the last 30 years in the, in the NFL, the divisional home team off a of bye has done extremely well at ATS. That isn't the case in the last... Let's call it five to ten years as much. Um, but in, in this case, it's a tough travel spot for San Fran, man. It, it's, it's their third road game in a row, as you mentioned, all kind of playoff caliber games. And for me, it's all about the injuries. If everything was okay on the injury front with San Fran, they have such an advantage in the run game versus what Green Bay is going to be able to, to, to do to them. That plus six is certainly appealing. But as we tape here on Thursday now, if three of their top four players are out or – not 100%. It's tough to make a case for San Francisco. Bosa, Warner, Garoppolo, man, I mean, ugh. plus the spot, plus Aaron Rodgers, you know, in the cold, coming off a bye, it's tough right now. But if those three guys are in and, and they're 90, 100%, I could make a case for San Francisco for sure.
0: Yeah, I think Warner will be in. We saw him get hurt and it looked bad, but he came back um, a little bit later in that game. So um, yeah, he I tweeted think, but, that he was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he'll be okay. I mean, it's really Bosa and Garoppolo, and obviously those are being two very important um, pieces to the puzzle. Uh, to me, it's going to be the San Fran defense against Green Bay's offense. That's going to be the most crucial part of this game. Um, and, and San Fran actually has a you know a top six defense in the league, and they're very, very good. Um, I think they're right. Uh, third in total yards in defense ninth in points allowed sixth against the pass, seventh against the run um you know obviously it's going to be aaron Rodgers and, and him being able to maneuver his way through this defense if he can and if the, if that's the case and you like that green bay is i think the play um but you know san Fran might be able to give him trouble um Specifically, uh, you know, D'ing up maybe a Devontae Adams. And um, if they can keep, uh, you know, Valdez, Scantling, um, and, you know, Lazard and Adams, you know, keep them at bay for the most part, you know, San Fran's got a chance to, to not only cover, but even potentially win. So um, I think that's going to be a great game. I think all four games are going to be great. Yep. Um, you know, but to me, it's between the Niners. Yeah. i I'll, i don't know i mean look the the biggest spread is and the packers game at five and a half six so. that's
1: pretty cool when the yeah. biggest spread is under a touchdown
0: yeah no right. they, they, these should be great games i'm looking forward to it i mean the bills chiefs game is going to be um awesome. pretty awesome yeah i mean pretty awesome arrowhead's going to be rocking and, and buffalo's used to that weather used to the environment so i don't think they're going to be that phased but you know watching mahomes and allen go at it that's going to be insane um yeah, really, just really cool games
1: Before we get to the three Questions this week uh, For those interested at Winbed Just got a little notification there. Julian Edelman's up to it again So I tweeted out last week He put a hundred grand uh, On I believe it was the Patriots To play the Bucks in the Super Bowl and it's it's not like his money. I mean Winbet is it's basically a promo with him, so I'm sure they're funding it or paying him right. to do it, whatever. But he he put a hundred grand on that and the Patriots go out and get blown up by thirty. So the, the Julian Edelman promo this week that's happening that I just got notified of, he put fifty grand on the page, on sorry, on the Buccaneers to win the Super Bowl at plus 550. So WinBet, because of that, is now boosting it to plus 605. So if you want to ride with Edelman, you can now bet Tampa Bay to win the Super Bowl at plus 605 at WinBet. So
0: he's riding Brady, man. He's riding Brady, Brady man. If they get blown
1: out this weekend, I'm sure he'll have another cool promo next week that will yeah. that will. He'll probably lose. <laughs> you will
0: have to find some other ex teammate that's still oh, playing in uh, one of these teams. Exactly. Yeah, probably Vrabel. It'll probably be the Titans. Right.
1: Ride with the Titans and then yeah. the Bills and Chiefs yeah. will smoke <laughs> them. So we'll see. All right, Wags. Uh, question time. I got three questions for you, man. You got three questions for me. 60 second speed round. I will ask you first. You ready?
0: Yes, I'm ready. I got good questions
1: for you this week, brother. All right. Question number one. If you were starting a team right now, which quarterback would you choose from the remainder in the playoffs? And this isn't for like one game, one week. This is like if you're starting an expansion team. So basically like you're the Jags and you could pick any of the eight QBs. Who would you go with? I know who I would go with, but I don't know who you would go with.
0: Well, here's my thought. I mean, your first initial, my initial thought was, okay, Brady or Rogers. You got to eliminate Garoppolo. Um, eliminate Tannehill you know they they're managers but that that's not someone I want to start a franchise with eliminate even Stafford even though he had a, mm-hmm. a a great year this year now you're left with Brady and Rogers Mahomes and Josh Allen just based on age alone and wanting to build a franchise I gotta I gotta eliminate the goat and Brady and even the uh, a close second third in Aaron Rodgers. so I'm left with Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and man, it's tough. Um, Joe Burrow. Oh yeah, Burrow. Yeah, Burrow too. Um, actually,
1: you got some age man, on on Mahomes with that. You got a few extra years
0: at Burrow. Yeah, I might go with Burrow. Man, he he's just cool cat. I like I like Burrow. Just uh, you know, I want to take him out of Cincy though. Um, of course. I'm not bringing them to Miami because Miami's just cursed, but we'll find another place to play. But I'm going to take Joe Burrow, even okay. though uh, it would be close between uh, Mahomes and Allen. I'd go with Mahomes. Can't go wrong. I'd yeah, with Mahomes, go with Mahomes, but
1: I certainly can't argue because you you know, you know are getting, what, three, four, five extra years there with Burrow compared to Mahomes. Yeah, so that's yeah. got to count for something. All right, question two. You said last week the game you would most want to go to was in Kansas City. Same question this week. There's four games. Which one do you want to go to if you could have a seat? You have to factor in the weather, the travel, the fans, everything. Which game do you want to go sit in for the game?
0: Yeah, I'm not moving. I I parked up a chair. I'm I got a hotel right in Kansas City. I'm going, staying in Arrowhead, and I'm going to the Bills Chiefs game. Not too cold. Low
1: of thirty. Low of thirty. High of forty-four. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, Not terrible. Um, You know, I'm not going to Green Bay. That's too cold and and, twenty-one. Yeah. Just you know. Even though there'll be, the beer will be flowing, you know, the, we'll have plenty of beer and, and bourbon and lots of ribs in, in Kansas City. So uh, that's where I'm staying. But you, I, I couldn't fault you to, to go to any of these games, you know, if you, uh, that's where you picked. Tennessee, you got it. Nashville and and everything there, and and Tampa, the weather. But I'm staying in Kansas City. uh, Just for the game alone, I think that's going to be awesome to see Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. I'm with you. I'm hanging
1: in Kansas City with that 35-degree weather in January. Last question. Will Cliff Kingsbury be the head coach in Arizona next (laughs) season?
0: Oof. Uh, Yeah. Um, You know, we we did mention this a little bit, but uh, ACL, you brought it up at first. His record towards the end of the seasons are really, really bad. Not good. Um, Not good at all. I mean, the fact that they got into the playoffs though this year was was a a big win. He got a lot out of his players. Look, the Cardinals to me, um, you know, and and I definitely lost. I lost some money. I gotta gotta admit um, because I had their team total under. um, (laughs) Almost came in at the end, but they're just. They got to stick with him uh, at least another year. I mean, some of it's on, on Murray, I think. Um, the, he got a lot out of uh, you know both sides of the ball. And, um, yeah, I, I think he's still there next year. There, there's a lot of reasons why he should stay. And, and the fact that they made the playoffs this year, I think, gives them another year.
1: I think they're going to go with him for another year as well. Even yeah. though they probably shouldn't, they'll say, "Oh, yeah, he we did right. well. We want, you know, let's 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 see what kind of mojo he can build with Murray." Blah blah blah. But man, I think the big question is
0: when he when he does get fired, right? Assuming that he has uh, you know a, a poor year next year or the same type of situation where they start off strong and and you know lose at the end. Will he get another NFL job or will he be going back to college? Um, He'll be
1: going back to college. I think that's I my think thought. I think the 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 uh secret's out on this guy.
0: Yep. He's mm-hmm. kind of a, you know, I wouldn't say a one-trick pony, but you know, he's got that offensive like mindset and and, and it's kind of set. He does he doesn't adjust as well yep. as as he should and, and that's more college. So, yeah, I agree.
1: Totally agree. All right. All
0: right, ACL.
1: Okay, give him to me.
0: I'm just gonna start it off. Who will be the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers week one next season?
1: It's a good question. Uh, I, think going a to question I think they're gonna draft somebody. I think they're gonna draft somebody. I don't know who they're gonna draft. And even if they do, I don't think that person's gonna be starting week one. There's there's no Joe Burrow. Right. There's no Joe Burrow out there. Or whatever. Uh, so I'm gonna say the week one starter will be Mason Rudolph. Sorry Steelers fans. So he's the gap. He's the bridge. Week one, you'll be getting Mason Rudolph plus the points, whatever, whoever he's playing, Mason Rudolph, week one starter Pittsburgh.
0: Mason Rudolph, not Dwayne Haskins. Oof. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> plus,
1: plus more points if it's Dwayne Haskins.
0: Yeah, could be. Uh, all right, switching a little bit outside of the NFL, mm-hmm. or a lot of it. Best team in college basketball right now is –
1: Auburn's playing well Arizona's playing well I like how Purdue's playing but as far as just the power ranking if you put team a versus team b on a neutral my power rankings right now have Gonzaga number one yeah easy answer they got,
0: they got, they, yeah no and then we're taping this uh on Thursday Gonzaga has you know their 16 point favorites or something around there but they do have a tough divisional game conference game I should say against San Francisco a very, very good sneaky team. Tough um, in quotes, but yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tough in quotes, for sure. I mean, For their conference. Com- yeah, for their conference. I mean, Gazaga should be able to handle it. I agree um, with you, though. But, yeah, no, that that should be a good game. And, and I don't disagree with you, though. I do like Auburn a lot right now. I, I think they're um, a fun team as well. I'm with you. NFL divisional game... You're most looking forward to watching. So we talked about it. Buffalo, get to be on your couch. Yeah, man,
1: Buffalo, Casey. <laughs> Can't wait for that one. That there's a reason they put it Sunday night, last game of the week. Um, Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes, arguably, arguably with Aaron Rodgers probably second. To be honest with you, the two best quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, so look, a lot of people think this is the AFC title game. You could make that argument because whoever wins this will be favored next week against either Tennessee or Cincy. So. Power rankings-wise, these are actually the two best teams in the AFC currently left. So, Buffalo and KC they, cannot wait. They
0: be. they played a Sunday night game in Kansas City on October 10th. Yes, they and did. Beat, and beat the Chiefs 38-20. to 20. Now, the Chiefs were not operating as they are now. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, um, things will change, and, and that should be a much better game than it was then.
1: I was on Buffalo that game. I remember tweeting out, wrong team favorite, all that good stuff. Buffalo's better, yada, yada, yada. Kansas City closed minus two and a half. People are saying, "Oh my God, how can Patrick Mahomes be under a field goal at home?" But to your point, that was when Kansas City had, had their O line issues weren't weren't up to their speed defense, yet. Yeah. Their defense wasn't I mean, right. Defense. That was their third. That that was week five, and that made them two and three. Right? They the only two teams they had beaten were the Browns and the Eagles. They had lost to Baltimore, the Chargers, and Buffalo at that point. So they were two and three after that game, and everyone's like, "What's going on with them?" So much better team now. Much more yeah, improved. Yeah, they've, they've only situation.
0: lost. They've only lost two games since then, and in those first five games, they gave up 29 points to Cleveland, Mm -hmm. 36 on the road to Baltimore, 30 against the Chargers, 30 against the Eagles on the road, 38 to Buffalo. I mean, that's how bad their defense was. Since then, 13, 27, 17, 7, 14, 9, 9, 9, 28, 10, 34 against Cincinnati, um, 24, and then 21 last uh week so much, much improved defense there.
1: Absolutely. Two different teams compared to week five. All right. We are both off the hot seat. It is time it's, before we get to the free play, and we had a winner last week with the free play, in the under in the first quarter, right? Yep. Under so, first
0: quarter in the Rams game. We that's had under right. ten. That was a uh pretty easy winner
1: yeah it was uh before we do that i we it is time for the 200 hundred dollar site credit contest time it's going to be the chiefs bills game because it's the last game of the week i'm about to read off three questions the first person to get all three questions right gets 200 bucks in site credit to the real mracl.com you can enter by tweeting or dming i should say dming your answers to myself or wags on twitter here are the three questions Chiefs minus one and a half versus the Bills. We've taken the Chiefs minus one and a half or the Bills plus one and a half. Question two, name the player who will score the first touchdown in the game. Question three, total number of touchdown passes by Patrick Mahomes. First person to get all three questions right. Wins $200 inside credit, never expires. You can use it at any time. Good luck, everybody. Free play time, my man. Like we said, we had a winner last week. Let's keep it going. We're going to do another combo today, guys, where we, we talked about it. We both like it. We both agree with the play. Wags, it is in the Bengals-Titans game.
0: Yes, sir. Who are we going with? We are going to take the Titans' first half minus 2.5. It is a minus 120 play. And um, we uh, we took a look at a lot of the, the numbers here, and, and I literally – really crunched them pretty hard with Tennessee and and the, the earlier games, um, you know, they they were not as strong in the first half, but if you look at the last five games that Tennessee has played, they have won their first half in point 61, 16, basically an average of 12 to three, uh, where Cincinnati is two and three in the last five games, uh, losing those 67 to 76. So, um, you know, really about a, uh, 13 to eight total. Like that's kind of what the numbers look at when they average out. Um, so we're almost doubling, um, you know, our chances here. I, I I like this as, as a solid, uh, free play here where, where Tennessee is going to cover the two and a half in the first half. Um, ACL.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, as you mentioned, WAGS. Tennessee, minus 2.5, minus 120 readily available in the market. There are some books that have minus 3, minus 105, plus 100. So, it, it, in, in my opinion, and in yours I know as well, it's worth – that half point is worth more than 15 cents, right? Yes. So, because it's first half especially, if it was full game – that's one thing. First half, the three is even more valuable if you can buy off of it. So we're not buying off of it. it that's just what what a lot of books are hanging. So minus two and a half, minus one twenty, if you can get it, we like. And this. I don't
0: know about you, ACL, but I think that if you can't get the two and a half and you're you, you maybe you do shop around. But, you know, maybe you have three books and they all have three. You know, I think as long as it's even money, I'm OK with it or or at least reduce your bet size on the free play you know maybe usually put i'm just using a, a round number fifty dollars on free plays and a hundred mm-hmm. on on one units and and you know maybe you put twenty five or thirty dollars on it so mm-hmm. um you know something like that but um yeah i mean look we're obviously saying they're gonna cover the two and a half at three it would push so um, that's kind of you know if you can get it at even money that's uh that's what we recommend
1: yeah totally agree there's a lot of even monies out there at minus three um, but, yeah, just from a situational standpoint, from a, a health standpoint, Bengals have a couple of D-linemen that are nicked
0: up. Yes. Which not yes. one's really talking
1: about, which is kind of a Correct. big deal, especially when you have Derrick Henry coming back. <laughs> exactly. So, and the fact
0: is, not only is Derrick Henry coming back, but it's going to allow – you know the, the fact – all the, the experience that Foreman and Hilliard got while Henry was gone is mm-hmm. going to allow Henry to sit – and bring these guys in; they're gonna have healthy legs going. I mean, I know we're talking yeah. about the first half, but even throughout the full game, um, you know, that that's something to keep an eye on. And, and with some uh, Bengals defensive linemen nicked up, it's it, you know, we can see them kind of establishing the run early to set up some of those Tannehill uh, play actions um, that he he's been so good on.
1: Totally agree. The NFL playoff package is up on the site, guys. It gets you the entire playoffs, including the Super Bowl. So if you buy the playoff package, you get the Super Bowl card as well, which is famously has a lot of props on it. We'll just say that. And it it, uh, has done well over the years. So you get the Super Bowl card as well. Everything is up on the website now. Check it out. Any questions, always hit us up on Twitter, on Instagram, on the website. Wags, anything else, man, before we close up shop here for the divisional playoff pod?
0: Yeah, no, not nothing to really touch base on with the uh, with the NFL and then this. But, you know, obviously every pod we end, we talk about all the other sports we're doing. NHL um, has been really hot uh, the last really eight to ten weeks. And I mean, full season, obviously. Uh, and then college basketball, uh, you know, just got to give you know myself, I guess, a pat on the yes, back. Yes, you do. Which, uh, <laughs> winner winner of nine in a row three sweeps in a row um looking to continue it right now my card um you know i know it's thursday and and, you know you probably are going to be a little late um to the game on this but uh you know i'm I'm looking to narrow down off of like 10 plays right now that um i'm eyeing and and maybe i won't narrow it down uh we'll see uh talk a little bit um you know about that next week hopefully we are continue to stay hot there and and you know round out the uh divisional NFL games on on next week's podcast.
1: Yes, sir. All right, everybody. Good luck on every single one of your plays between now and the next time we talk next week. Enjoy the games. Should be incredible. Any questions, hit us up. We're always available. For WAGS, I'm ACL. Good luck, and we'll talk to you at the same time next week.